to episode five of the Roverland podcast. My name's Josh Pavlone. This week, we're thrilled to have not one, but two esteemed guests on the show. Hampton Rovers royalty, if you will. Beside me sits James Prosser. Welcome to you, Pross. Thanks, Pav. Great to be here for another episode of the podcast. Um, we just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Buxton Sandringham, Brighton Mazda Zoom Zoom Night Sport, Hotel Brighton, which you can go and visit now, and Bendigo Bank Sandringham. That's our sponsor of the week. Uh, it's the Sandringham Community Bank. It's been supporting the Rovers for over 12 years. Now more than ever, they're here to help. And so considering going down, uh, consider going down to open an account. Because uh, when you bank with Sandringham Community Bank, your decision doesn't just benefit you, it benefits the whole Rovers community. Now, we're only going to quickly go around the grounds this week because we have two guests who love to talk. So we're going to keep this podcast as quick as possible this week. But uh, this Around the Grounds is brought to you by Oz Fine. And a shout out to Steve Halligar from Oz Fine. He's responsible for the one and a half kilos of meat that uh, gets raffled off every Thursday. And it's been a great uh, money spinner for the club. Absolutely. Now, Pross, we're back at training this week. <clears throat> yep. And it's a great vibe. We had 53 people on the track on Tuesday night. It's good to blow out the cobwebs. Absolutely. Good to see everybody. But we still... 19 others. Yeah. But we still encourage everyone who wasn't there to just fill out the return to training survey and sign up with the VAFA because, you know, at this time we need all hands on deck if, if the season... That's it. We had great numbers. We had great numbers for Tuesday. And, but there's a few faces that we haven't seen, so if everyone jumps on and signs up, it takes two minutes, we're good to go. Now, also, the VAFA have announced sort of some more formal dates for us. The 22nd of June will be the date that they <clears throat> decide on the restart of the season. And if they do restart, which we're all fingers crossed about, it will be on July 25th. So, so we're really, really keen to play and, and we can really smell football in the air. That's across. it, and I reckon just about lock that in. Everything's looking positive, so I reckon we'll be good to go by then. Take it to the bank. Okay. The Bendigo Bank. Our feature interview this week is brought to you by Buxton Sandringham. Today we're talking to two legends of the club and current players, Corby and KP. We've got uh, Daniel Corp, who's played over 130 senior games and would be a few more if he wasn't, I don't know, prone to injury. Is that be right? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, he's Bob Cave medalist. That's one. the best and fairest, by the way. There we are. Thank you. Just the one of them? Yeah, just you stole one from me last yeah, year. So. It. Should be two. Big V representative. He's a past captain. Uh, he's won two flags for the Rovers and one for the Central Blues in Canada. That's Rovers. right, in Toronto. Yep. There we go. The BOG. And he's played for in the VFL for Frankston and Sandringham. We've also got KP here, favourite son of the Rovers, who... First pulled on the jumper in 1999. In 2007, that's going back, he was captain of the under-19s and won the best and fairest that year. I uh, didn't, didn't just win it, mate. I uh, completely shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's also a premiership player. He's coached the juniors. He's a former vice captain. He played at Hastings and he's also played at Minyap Matoa. Have I said that right, KJ? Yeah, that's good. And he's also played in a premiership alongside Central, um, alongside Daniel Corp for Central... Who were you called? You uh, Central Blues. You carried my bags, didn't you? Um, <laughs> I carried your bag to one or two of the games, yeah. <laughs> I believe I was second best on in that grand final, but yeah. I didn't get an award for that. No, that's good. What about Smarty? I thought Smarty had it. <laughs> Smarty <laughs> and Shorty. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, they both played well. Yeah, no, Smarty was good. It was very good. Yeah. <laughs> was good. Now, the footy was a high standard over Toronto <laughs> as well. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not tongue-in-cheek, it actually was? Or? No, tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> well, uh, put it We're playing way. against Canadians. Yeah. So. Put it this way, Daniel Anderson won a best and fairest. So, uh, <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. 
Now, you two have had a long and illustrious career in friendship, it's fair to say. Can you take us back and tell us how long you've been teammates and friends for? I'm going, Daniel. I was friends with your brother, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you fit in. I'm friends with Nick Pinto, so yeah, that's true. shout out to Nick and uh, Kyle's tag along for the ride. But no, we soon realised that Kyle was the more fun brother, and uh, <laughs> so we recruited him to our to our parties and all the rest of it. Probably sixteen, wasn't it? When yeah, I was 16, we really, our so. friendship really blossomed. We were talking about this the other day. We started it was a it was school holidays, and we started playing backyard cricket. And then you're like, well, Nick's not home. Like, well, I'll just come over. And, was, uh, and that was it. it was that was the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another thing Corby had over me that uh, was the backyard cricket. So yeah, not ideal. And then I think. I uh, went to golf, tennis, uh, table tennis. I was second in all of those as well. So. <laughs> you were your first in a few other things, I reckon, which we'll probably get to. But uh, you're also housemates for a while there. KP, what's your pet peeve of the great man Daniel Corp? Um, well, from a bloke who actually considers himself to be a bit of a germaphobe, he could actually clean up a little bit more. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Probably his, his cleanliness. Also... I've never known a man to have so many bowls of cereal while having an ice bath. Um, so I think that's a bit of a, a unique corp uh, tradition. Socks on in the ice bath as well? Uh, yeah. yeah, he, well, he, he wears, he wears three socks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Corby, I'll give you right of reply here, mate. Um, geez, where did, how long have we got? No, we recently broke up from a from a housemate situation in Paran. We were there for a couple of years, um, but no, it was amicable. He's he's all right. It was I'm amicable. It was it was amicable. Corby decided we'd break up. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've moved on a bigger and better things. So I'm in St Kilda at the moment, and, um, and Corby's moved to the to the Bayside. So, yeah, um, I'm around the corner from you. Probably. Maybe we should hang out a bit more. There we go. Back in the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> Um, some would say, KP, that you were an elite junior. I didn't know that, but it's written here. You were elite. Uh, yeah, no, the, uh, the large amount of awards would also stipulate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was, a, I was a good junior. That was probably when I was my height wasn't such a disadvantage. Right. Um, yeah, I'd say, well, yeah, got the, uh, the nickname from Cam McGregor. Uh, early on as Hollywood Pinto. Um, so Josh Schmitz is actually a big fan of that one. It still refers to me as Hollywood. Uh, over bring a it back. Of, yeah, bring it back. Bring it back. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll let others talk about my junior career, but if they don't, I'm, I'm more than happy to pop up <laughs> and let them know. And then coming up through to play senior footy at Hampton, what was that like? Uh, yeah, look, to, to be serious, um, I always wanted to play AFL footy, which obviously is a lot of people's dreams. Uh, then I was 15, 16, um, didn't get... I got cut from Dragons in the development squad it was back then. Uh, so I think it was about 16. So I shifted my focus to, to playing senior footy at Rovers, uh, which I was able to do at about 17. So I was in year 11. Uh, and then quickly turned my, um, my dreams or aspirations to play uh, in, a, in a flag at, at Rovers, which I did alongside Corpy uh, and Guy Martin and, and a lot of my really good friends. So uh, to be really honest, you know, winning those premierships, uh, I only played in one of them. I was injured in the other one, which I'm sure Daniel will bring up at some <laughs> stage. But uh, yeah, look, it, it's absolutely a highlight and, and to be sitting here and, and talking about it with you guys who are you know, the peak of your careers now and obviously a captain. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a really, it's a really big privilege and a big part of my life at the Rovers Football Club. Absolutely. Did you um, have a player or two that you looked up to when you were a young bull coming up? Yeah, I, uh, I definitely did. So my first senior game, uh, the coach came up to my mum uh, 
back in those days, I'll say when I was 17, it was a, it was a big family affair. So my mum was down at the football club on a Thursday night and, and having a drink. Uh, and the, the senior coach came up to my mum and I was only little, nine, I was 17. And she said, or he said to my mum, we're thinking about picking Kyle and the seniors we let him play. And my mum said, I'll only let him play if, if Chief Michael Fletcher looks after him. Uh, so Chief came up to me at, at Thursday night dinner uh, and he said, you're going to play and I'm going to look after you. Uh, so that was a, a big moment for me. So I played my first game. I actually kicked a goal uh, at some stage in the game. And I remember Chief running up. And, and for those who don't know Chief, he's uh, about six foot four. His, his nickname was Chief because he looked like Chief of the Village. Uh, so he literally picked me up and hugged me. And that was, yeah, that was my first you know, goal celebration of my mum, you know, for you know, years after that. She, she's no longer with us now, but that was probably her proudest moment to, to see me kick a goal and, and be carried around the field by, <laughs> by this guy called Chief. So, um, yeah, he's definitely someone I, I looked up to uh, physically <laughs> as well as uh, on the footy field. So he's definitely one. And uh, I think probably the other ones, probably the guy I'm sitting next to at the moment, uh, probably for his dedication and um, I think his work ethic. Um, so he's probably someone that I've trained with and played with a lot. Uh, so I've seen it firsthand. So yeah, definitely chief as a as a young kid, uh, and then you know this guy next to me is definitely you know, probably told me on Tuesday night and Thursday night, come on, we're going to training. You know when we did live together and and all the rest of it. And you so. didn't come with him. <laughs> no, no, we, all, we always drove separately because we'd spent too much time together <laughs> telling each other to clean up each other's dishes. Uh, but yeah, he's been a, a big supporter of mine as well, Corpy. So I'll uh, I guess they're they're the two that I've probably looked up to. And Corpy, you sort of had similar aspirations as a junior, I'd imagine, and and made it. Onto two VFL lists, which were lucky, you know, lucky to play at Frankston and Sandringham. Can you talk us through your sort of VFL experience and 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 that experience? Well, we'll just cut that bit out. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I um, played for Sandy Dragons and then thought I was going to get drafted. I was absolutely convinced that I was going to get drafted. But I, I didn't like you, KP. Um, well, you were the captain of the Dragons. I was, and, I, and I wasn't playing. Yeah, you were slightly closer. <laughs> I was being nice to you. So you, you captain the Dragons. And I was captain the. You Sandy were talking Dragons. to clubs as well. Um, Collingwood. I was in my dreams, but no, it didn't, <laughs> didn't quite turn out that way. No, I probably got a bit ahead of myself, and I think um, you know when you're 18 and you're sort of. Probably back in those days, there was no one really to talk you through, you know, all the expectations and being captain and, you know, what you think is going to happen. And, yeah, I just I just didn't deal with it and yeah. didn't really have a good year in my 18s and obviously didn't get drafted. Um, so did you think, like, I don't know how it worked back then, but right till draft night you were going to play in the AFL? Oh, no. I realised before, before then that it probably wasn't going to happen. I sort of had a couple of chats with clubs about doing a pre-season and that sort of thing, but that was about as far as, as it got for me um, AFL-wise. So, unfortunately, yeah, I, I went down, headed down to Sandy Zebras um, instead of Collingwood Magpies, which I was hoping for. Um, and, and yeah, so, so I had a couple of, couple of years there, saw a couple of premierships, um, didn't play in either of them. But no, I, was a, I, I was injured a little bit and sort of when I got going a little bit at VFL, I would pick something up, a little injury or something like that. Um, and then was emergency for the, the 2006, I think, um, grand final. And then after that, had a year off, went over to Canada and then saw my way down to, to sunny Frankston to go and have a crack down there. But again, I didn't get drafted. But I was pretty much, I've, I've spoken about this with a couple of guys who have played VFL and sort of 
kept going at it and you, and you sort of keep chasing that dream a little bit but it's a sort of a you know you, there's a lot of hard work at VFL but there's you know not that much reward if you don't if you don't get there in the end which I didn't and probably most people don't would you say your time at Rovers has been more rewarding yeah definitely I, I actually wish I did it sooner rather than I mean it's you know going down to Frankston they're a great bunch of blokes and all that sort of stuff but you know you'll do a pre-season which is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, the hardest sort of sessions that you can you can imagine sort of running flat out for an hour and a half and then you'll do a Saturday morning session, same sort of thing. Then, you know, the season starts, you might get injured or something like that and you instead of playing in the seniors, you're, you're back kicking Jew at 11am down at Frankston and then you get flogged and the coach says, all right, we're, we're in for a recovery session tomorrow, boys. <laughs> at Frankston Beach, so I'm driving down there. So it's kind of, you know, four times, five times a week. And and I did that for five years, Sandy and Frankston all up. So it probably, um, you know, I didn't didn't get the reward that I was after, but, um, you know, I learnt sort of dedication and, and all that sort of stuff. But I think, you know, a lot of the dudes that are doing VFL at the moment is probably doing the same thing you know even now like Gary Ayres the other day was talking about oh you know we always seem to get forgotten a little bit the the VFL guys and it's sort of you know the ugly sort of stepsister a bit mm. but these guys are you know elite footballers and and really fit and dedicated and are just a step a step away from AFL footy but it sort of seems that they get forgotten a bit and, and don't really get the reward that that's um, for all the hard work that they put in. Yep. So that was me, mate. Bit depressing. No, no but it was good. It was good. It was, you know, a lot of good experiences. Like playing senior VFL footy is a big step up and um, sort of the intensity of it and, you know, a lot of good experiences, um, you know, going down and sort of one of my first games for Sandringham was going and playing um, against Tasmania. And Sorry? in the VFL so we played at, really? at Bell Reeve Oval and there were probably 10,000 people there and you know you're sort of fearing for your life a little, a little bit there yeah. like you know sort of 14 year old girls with you know their two front teeth missing <laughs> and missing you and stuff like that walking along the bench but 10,000 no, supporters, 20,000 heads. Yeah, no, no, it was like a lot of those sort of experiences and playing on you know, some AFL players getting starstruck and all that sort of stuff. So, it was, yeah, there were some pretty good experiences. Did you get a key well. down there? Um, at, I played all right at Tasmania, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, good. I did. And we won, which, I mean... Everyone says that's important, but we're all worried about our Yeah, Cor- games, Corby's got a few stories. He watches the AFL and says, oh, I tear him up. Got him, got him. Got, I think like got, who? He's got like rough who? head. Stories of what they are. Yeah, he's, I think he's got rough head on the list. I think he says no, that's a rough head. Jordan Lewis, no, I think head, on the list. Rough head did a number on oh, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was actually a game that got called off down at, down at Gippsland. When you got hypothermia. I got hypothermia. Who would have thought with your olive complexion? No, I had to sit in the... Mum and Dad will remember this. They thought I was going to die. They had to sit in the general manager's office in somewhere in Gippsland, and um, the game was it was like blowing horizontal across the ground, like sheets of rain. Pigs I'm playing, yeah, I'm playing on Jared Roughhead, and he we're just like running around in the forward line trying to keep warm, <laughs> and I couldn't feel my hands, 
and he's proceeded to kick four goals <laughs> out of five. And he couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't, feel, his he couldn't feel his hands, and he kept kicking these goals out of nowhere. And was, yeah, he was giving me a good old-fashioned touch-up. And then they called the game off, and they're like, well, thanks, Corby. They've kicked five goals, we've kicked four, and Jared Buffett's kicked four on you. And then you piss off into the, in the they general called manager's it off. office. Or yeah, they called it off. Yeah. But we still lost the game because it was after half time. Yeah. Who's on the list? Who's on the list that you buried? Oh, a couple of my victims. Um, Roughhead's certainly not on there. <laughs> Jordan Lewis? Jordan Lewis. Played on him in a final. I did all right against him. Deledio. So that year I played on those three. I played on Dale Thomas. Um, Who was it? I think, he, one might, draft, I think he, he might have done all right on me. Yeah, Dale I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Were you in the back line? Yeah, I was, I was like a short and a half back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very peculiar. Yes, that's that's me. Now, between all this VFL and Canada and stuff and a few injuries here and there, you've had more returns to the Rovers than John Farnham's had comebacks. Mm. Uh, that's, keeps you... that's not scripted, is it? Well, <laughs> no. Uh, I think they've been preparing this <laughs> is, he, is he talking to me or talking to you? I don't know. No, come oh, on. Keep going, mate. I don't, I don't think the monotone helps. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Well, he's yeah. trying to read your writing off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> you do some preparation <laughs> yourself. Well, this maybe this will run a bit smoother. <laughs> Pav, yeah, I'll just write down what, Pav, what Pav's got here. Okay, go on. And Do you want me to read it for you? Do you have to read it for you? Yeah, you can. Yeah, 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 no, number four. Question number four. Yeah. Now, between the two of you, you've had more Rovers returns than John Farnham. He's never returned to the Rovers, though. That's what you're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> That's what got you. Yeah. 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 So I've got to try to read Pav's writing and make it sound back? right. What keeps yeah. you coming back to the Yeah, that's that's the question. So you want some corny sort of, I love Hampton Rovers. Nah, sort yeah. Of oh, it can be more genuine. Well, there must be a corny, reason. Yeah. You could have gone and stayed in the country and played money. You could have lost like interest. Like Kyle, you mean? I only did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> He's on thin ice, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. No, I think at that, I think just coming back and knowing everyone down there and sort of, you know, slaving away for a while in... Um, for Frankston and Sandy, you, you realise that you've got limited time to play footy and you may as well enjoy it while you, while you can. So I enjoy it. Um, so that's where all my mates are and um, that's why I play there. Okay, Yeah, look, I completely agree. I think the, uh, the friendship, the mateship, the, the camaraderie uh, can be forgotten. I won't say lost and, and yeah. You know, going to a few different clubs for, for coaching and, and, and other things like that. Um, but yeah, I've always returned to the Rovers, as, as I spoke about. It's, it's definitely my, my club and you know, my mates um, are the huge factor uh, of, of my return on a few occasions. And, and guys like Anthony Kwan, who's uh, was a junior coach of mine and, and a really good friend. So um, you know, to, to talk to him about coaching and, and you know, help with the cones or, or what it was when I was helping out a couple of years ago and returning now and, and purely a playing aspect, you know, a little bit busy with work and uh, to give him any support as well as the players, I think um, yeah, that's a, a massive uh, incentive for me and a, and a driving factor. So I think that mateship... When people do go to other clubs, um, speaking from experience, I think people forget about you know why they play football. Um, you know the financial rewards great, but but you you play to win flags with your mates, and uh, I don't think any amount of money at a junior level or at a you know a recreational level can um, can change that. I'd, I'd except for I'd... a couple of times. Yeah, except for a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> and you both you both played in flags um, at the Rovers. You both played in or Corby you played in two and KP in one. Can you tell us a bit about your highlights from the Premiership years there and what it meant to, to play in the flags of the Rovers? Yeah, 2013 was the one pretty much where we all came back. Um, 
there was a you know a whole, I don't think we won a game in 2012 in C grade. So then got demoted to D grade, and then everyone came back. Um, and Guy was the coach, um, Guy Martin. So I am pretty good mate, very good mates with Guy. I went to kindergarten with him actually. So that was um, shout out to Guy Martin. Yeah, yeah. That's I was actually told, <laughs> I was told today not to give Guy a shout out because his head's getting too big. So <laughs> got, sorry about that. Who's the mole? Uh, I was, I, told? I was yeah. told the same, but I'll, I was always going to mention him as well. So I'll let <laughs> yeah. you mention him, and then I'll mention him again. Yeah, we'll just who's talk the, about him for the rest of the who's podcast. Who's the mole that told you not to mention <laughs> um, him? I can't remember. Oh, we might have to get no, him on one, one week and just yeah. get him out of the way. <laughs> well, yeah, mate. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, yeah. third person the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he came back, and um, Matthew Gray, another good mate, was president. So sort of the young guard took over the club, and... Those two pretty much got the got the um, wheels in motion. Wheels in motion, and a lot of other people behind the scenes, like Jimmy Westhead and Nashy and Vossi and all these kind of guys. Freddie. And Freddie, I actually saw Freddie today at the driving range. Bet Shout out to Freddie. Bet he, did, he, was, he was trying to do the code thing to register. <laughs> no. He had no idea. Like, like Freddie, give me your phone. Yeah, you, don't get, <laughs> you don't get the nickname Freddie Fairmouth without saying a few oh, last geez, words. How was he hitting them? Yeah. No, nah, I didn't hang around for that. Yeah. I just got him in there and said, go for your life. And <laughs> so we did that. And um, no, so then a lot of people came back, like Stewie Burgraff and Kyle and myself. And, um, you know, we didn't just win that premiership. We shattered in. I think we lost two games, two games for the year. And um, I didn't play either of those, by the way. I was out, out with a sore foot. Yeah. No, <laughs> thanks for helping out. Yeah. And... Um, and so with that team, we were probably too good for D grade. And then as it as it turned out, we won the next one in C grade as well. So um, I guess I'll throw it to you to talk about um, that one, Kyle. The one I didn't you play. look as though you want to say something. Yeah. You've been silent for you a little while. You've so. you been pointing yourself. You've been pointing yourself. I was more referring just to the D grade flag. Oh, you want to talk about 33 touches and three goals, three. You've had 14 hitouts in the ruck, kicked six goals. (laughs) The ruck? When do I play in the ruck? I watched the highlights recently and they gave best on ground to Jay Ting. Yeah, that was a travesty. Absolutely. And, uh, I mixed up. Absolutely, they did. And then, the game was over when I had four at half time, but we won't go into that. What we will go into, what we will go into is, me, Corpy, and Mark Devereux thought that we've all had an absolute blinder. So, so what we've done is we've gone round to Mark Devereux's house, ordered some Chinese, and we've tried to do our own super coach boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we, we, didn't were, try, we, we did yeah. uh, over a few beers, and, and I think we're all in agreement that we all dominated. And all we were 150 plus. We <laughs> that, wasn't a kick. that wasn't a kick. <laughs> we tried it. We tried to do Yeah, we tried to do handballs and run to receive and all did the rest we, of it. Did we count Jay Tings as well? Because we Who's weren't. He? Yeah, no, that's true. I, no, I think we did. Yeah. I think he had 14 clangers. Yeah. Although yeah, well, hopefully he's not listening to this. No, nah, he won't. But we'll tag him in. It. He won't. Extremely good player. Does anyone listen to this? He's dating my mum or Pab's mum. Otherwise, he won't listen to it. Are we recording this or is this just the chat in the bedroom? This is just this is this is foreplay. This is pillow talk. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, you talk about C grade, mate. I think we've done the D grade one. So um, well, C grade, as you said, I think we were as, Are a, you as a playing team. this one. No, mate. You want me to talk about this one? Yeah, as well. well, you go. You like the sounding ground voice. Well, we should shout out to Guy Martin for the C grade one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think we should. Um, and we'll shout out to Jay Ting as well because he won the medal. Two chains, they call him. Very controversial circumstances again. <laughs> Couldn't be. More more controversial. Oh, well, Mato kicked six, so I mean. <laughs> Should we talk about? No, we won't talk about Mato. How he played himself. 
for one game that was a grand final. And he dominated. Off one hamstring. Off yeah, one hamstring. hamstring. Well, we might talk about selection for that, Granny. Uh, yeah, selection. Well, I, I oh. fractured my scapula six weeks prior to the grand final. I think it was ten weeks, wasn't uh, it? Six weeks. Well, you put your uh, hand up. I, try, I tried so to, but I, I tried to, but I physically couldn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. you're trying to say that you were unavailable for the grand final? Well, it's my scapula, mate. That these, these things pick themselves, I would imagine. But you didn't get picked. No, that didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, shout, shout out to Josh Schmitz, who uh, reminds me of that constantly. He says, uh, D-grade flags are great, but it's not a C-grade flag. Uh, <laughs> exactly right. So no, shout spot. out to Josh Schmitz. Shout out to Josh Schmitz. Uh, no, I think it was a it was a great error, that uh, that D-grade and C-grade flag. Uh, and again... C-grade one was especially sweat. Especially what? Sorry. <laughs> oh, good. Um, don't, don't cut that. Um, no, 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 it was, look, it was, centered, it was centered around, to, to be honest, friendship. Uh, now, Guy and, and Mitty, Matthew Gray, as you said, were, were the, the centrepiece of it to, to get the uh, the players back. But you know, I think if you want to play for, for your coach and, and for the jumper and play with your mates, uh, I think exceptional things can happen. So um, pretty similar to why I returned a couple of years ago when uh, when I could smell some success. Uh, it was also the friendships that I, again, had with Anthony Quan and a few other guys. So I think that's the key to any junior or you know local football team. Um, if you can rally around your friends, uh, I think good things can happen. And I think that was very evident in those two years. What about Hastings? Yeah, Hastings and Horsham. Talking about Hastings. Yeah, that was good times. <laughs> what about um, we saw you on the training track yesterday, KP? Yeah, which is a bit of a surprise for me. We're at least four weeks away from a game. So, so I'm probably shot. two weeks early, am I? Also wearing his Sandringham Dragon shirt from probably 12 so, years uh, ago. I did, I did a little bit of coaching down there. And when I say a little bit, I think I coached <coughs> one session. Um, good enough to get That's the, all, yeah. Well, that was a good idea that I didn't get when I was 16. <laughs> so I was pretty happy to get that. I stole that off some um, poor kid. What's sort of the character that, that's brought you down this season? One last hurrah? Uh, look, look it is, to be honest. Yeah, look, Anthony Kwan again is a, is a great friend of mine. So... We've had a little bit of a, a pact to say that we'll we'll win a flag together, um, and yeah, look again. I'm not coaching this year, so it's uh, to be honest, it's probably a little bit um, easier for me. There's there's no real pressure. Nine um, games. Nine games. We'll, we'll turn that into seven uh, at some stage, I'm sure. Uh, that's me personally taking a couple of holidays. So yeah, definitely look the the bond with with Anthony Quan. Definitely uh, again with Daniel Corp here. I'd, I'd love to win another one. Um, I've changed careers recently, so I'm probably working a lot more than I ever have. And I what do you do now? I'm a, I'm a surgeon. <laughs> no, I work for a medical device company in orthopedic sales, Daniel, <coughs> as you very well know. Okay. So would you consider yourself both doctors? or? Uh, well, I'm a surgeon and Daniel's not a real doctor. <laughs> he's, just, he's just written a thesis. So. <laughs> he saves lives, I don't. Yeah, so, you know, one man, at a time. Yeah. Um, now look, it's Doris, definitely. We had an English uh, backpacker <laughs> roommate for oh, the yeah. last few months, yeah, yeah. Victor. Hopefully, oh, yeah. he'll be listening. Oh, of course, he will. He's back in England, but they, we get this in England. Don't yeah, we? it's you're, it's yeah. available on the internet. And he podcasts that go on the internet. He used to say that Doris has broken it. Kyle takes his job very seriously, so <laughs> Victor's kind of like. In the backyard, bring him down a couple of cops. <laughs> He's 18 years old. Uh, oh, Doris has broken a hip again, has she? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't roll backpack that we only got into just a bit of money for the third room. Yeah. <laughs> Give me an absolute lashing. Yeah. Hey, um, KP, as a senior member of the club, we want to talk about a, a little bit about the current crop. Is there a player, and I'm going to caveat this by saying apart from Carney, because that'll be the next question, uh, that you sort of see as. <clears throat> carrying the future of the club for the next sort of five, ten years? Uh, absolutely. Look, I know this guy's already been spoken about on a previous podcast, uh, and I was in his training group last night, and, and Harry Crisp 
is a is an absolute machine. Uh, so I played a game with him probably in his first year, uh, and he was I wouldn't say raw, but in terms of uh, coming into to senior football, he was definitely raw. Uh, and even just to see him train last night, he's he's come on in leaps and bounds. And, and how old would he be now? Is he 20, 22? 22? Uh, I don't know. 21? 21? Yeah, I mean, he's turned 21. Well, either he had one and we weren't invited. And if I find out we weren't invited, I'm going to change this very quickly away from Harry. So he's not even 21 yet then. No, okay, let's say he's 20, which is even better for this. And he's just the way he directed players last night, he's... He's absolutely a future leader. I know that gets said a lot about him, but but it, he truly is, and I think his footballing ability as well obviously speaks um, absolutely high. So I speak, sorry, absolute high regard of his footballing ability as well as his leadership. So uh, if he's around in in five and, and hopefully ten years, and and he's captain, sorry, Carney, but I'm sure he'll still be around as well. But if he is captain, uh, I think this football club will be in an outstanding position. He'll be around. He's not gone anyway. And Corpy, you've you've got a very special connection with our fearless leader. Carney, can you give us a bit of an insight into his drive and motivation for success and what makes Carney such a good leader? Yeah, Carney, uh, I think everyone loves Carney. He's a, he's just a good person. Um, Zach Donald doesn't. He hates going out with him. Really? Steals all his girls. That's why. exactly well, right. Actually, I heard, <laughs> I heard that um, Zach... Uh, doesn't like going out with him because he reckons Carney's got no game. This is from Zach. Like the girls, this is from Zach. <laughs> yeah. The girls yeah. come He's over. Coming. The girl, yeah. No, this is in it. No, this, <laughs> this is in it for sure. <laughs> the girls come over. This is what Zach said. This is not from me. But the girls come well, over Zach and they congregate, they, they congregate around. Lies. <laughs> Could be. They congregate around Carney. Gossip. For his looks. Yeah, of oh. course. And then Zach gets to talk and stuff like that. So, you know, they pair off. And then Zach's like, oh, Carney, what have you done? The so girl Carney, walks off. Carney lets Zach down. Yeah, that's wow. what Zach reckons. He yeah. doesn't have the game to keep up. Wow. He reckons he brings them in because of his looks and, I think, and um, all that yeah. sort of stuff, but then he can't spit any game. <laughs> There's a whole other episode on this. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're both in relationships now. So maybe this is back in the day. So, well, so we didn't get to his footballing skills. <laughs> I think... Yeah, when did he tell me? Did he tell me? Did I make this up? I might have made this up. No, no, yeah, I've heard it before too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, football. Oh, back to the real back <laughs> to the question at hand. No, I, I absolutely love Carney. He's a um, more than his footy stuff. He's a good person, and he's he's always got. He always wants to help other people. Um, I actually remember his 21st. I went. I was actually invited to his 21st, unlike the, the rest of those jerks. Um, and went there and, um, you know, a lot of people wanted to get up and say words about him and it was... Um, and then he got up and I'm kind of thinking, oh, my God, this guy... If I didn't love him before, I, I love him now. And I was kind of thinking, I, I kind of look up to this guy and I'm... What, 12 years old than him or something? You're quite old. I know. It's like, get a grip. <laughs> get a grip. He's 21. But no, he's just an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, and I love him and we're so happy and lucky to have him at our club. And I'm sure, like you said in your speech last year, that he's not going to let people win best and fairest and he's going to get yeah. in the way of you and, yeah. you and me doing <laughs> right. that for yeah. the next few years, unfortunately, because he's pretty good at footy as well. He might not be feeling so generous in future yeah, years. Yeah, I know. He, he abs- we were talking about, um, he's a beast, and we were talking about the old Mentonians game last year that we won to sort of stay up. Um, we thought we wanted to stay up, but 
then the other team lost anyway, which was a bit of a... It didn't matter. It, it didn't, didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it felt good when we won. Yeah. Talk about the narrative. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think he, he absolutely smashed... So I was just... He's a savage. Yeah. He's a savage on the footy field, and we were sort of laughing about it and and watching the tape, and you can actually hear him smashing these oh, blokes he... who probably didn't want to be in the, there in the last round. All Bentonians haven't always no. been renowned as the toughest team, have Well, they? I mean, they, it was their last round. They couldn't go up or down or One anything One of them like, told me yeah. they wanted us to win so we didn't have to drive to away games. That's probably true. Whatever yeah. they need yeah. to tell themselves after a loss, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. They want to win. Well, um, that brings us to the end of the um, interview, and we're really thankful that you guys were here here with us to chat about uh, football and life and about your friendship and about your connection with the Rovers, and I'd just like to say on behalf of Prosa and myself and the whole Rovers community that we really appreciate having you both on board. Um, you're both very good guys, and we'd be speaking about you like you're speaking about Carney if, if, you know, we had another hour. So. Yeah, well, don't be afraid to do that on future podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> we will be listening. We, we, we'll be listening now. I'll certainly listen to this one. What do you mean now? How dare you? Uh, <laughs> um, I mean... You did a little bit of pre-work. Listen to the camera. I haven't listened to all of them. You said 10 minutes of, of Will Walker, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I listened to enough. 10 minutes of Will Walker just to sort of see what we're up against here. And, Mate, there's um, another hour of content out there. Wrap your ear. For what? Wrap your listening gear on that. <laughs> you made my ears. <laughs> Ready, KP? Yep. Well, yeah, oh, and it is. introduce the set. So. Yeah, well, you should know by now if you've been listening. We're going to give you a phrase, word, sentence, whatever it may be, and you just have to give us the first word that comes to your mind. Bit of, yes, KP, yep. you'll be first. Yeah, I haven't, you haven't introduced what It's the Fast Five. Zoom, zoom. We, we introduced it <laughs> just a moment ago. It's... <laughs> 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 uh, it's brought to you by Brighton Mazda. Zoom, zoom. The Fast Five. We all know what it is. All right. KP, you ready? Go. Better player, you or Corp? Corp. Better doctor, you or Corp? Me. Corp. I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> best teammate ever? Uh, Mark Devereux. Mark Devereux. Um, best shoulder, left or right? Currently left. <laughs> <laughs> by a long way? A little fair bit this year. And how is, how good is it out of 100%? Uh, left 100, right 96. Oh, that's we'll pretty good. We'll wait to see if we get a grand final when he gets dropped. We'll <laughs> wait, to see, wait to see what team I play in round team. one. <laughs> and quite controversially, favourite trainer? Kirsty Rogerson, by a long way, because she always knew how to take my shoulders correctly. Yeah. So if I didn't go to her, I caused a bit of a ruckus amongst oh, the trainers. Oh, a bit of a prima And they oh. all called me a little bitch, which is probably uh, what I say. So Kirsty Rogerson, by a long way. Beautiful. Now you, DC. Let's do it. They're quite similar. So you've had a little warm-up. Better player. Me. You, or, uh, <laughs> you or Chris Judd? Uh, it doesn't matter. It was you or KP. <laughs> Best teammate ever? Ooh, uh, Guy Martin, Mark Devereux. That's just, that's too bad. We'll allow it. Okay. Uh, Best sledger? Ooh. God, who sledges? Um, it's, a, it's a bit out of vogue, isn't maybe, it? Maybe... Oh, Anton Duddy, especially in cricket. Oh. Anton Duddy, I reckon. Good. Or even Mark Devereux. No, yeah, Anton maybe Duddy Mark. Anton Duddy. You always knew you were playing a schoolboy team. Yeah. Anton Duddy used to always let you know. <laughs> and, and you just yeah. don't expect it. Yeah, from yeah. Or, or a university. He's the nicest bloke going around, but he's actually not that nice once he's under his bat. And try playing cricket against him. You'll cop it, let me tell you. Um, who's smarter, you or KP? Me. And... Maybe one for both of you. Favourite ladies' night performer? Ooh. 
Maybe by a long way, especially having Corby. Uh, not, it's, I don't think it's out of just me and you. Well, no, I'm it's not head-to-head. Head. Okay. Well, I'm making it head-to-head. Head. I'll, I'll, I'll take the man. <laughs> who, the, who are the... We, let's, it's one. It's just one. First thing. Well, we have some nominations. You've got me, Guy Martin. That's G-Sumi. G-Sumi. No, G-Sumi. We've got G-Sumi always seem to pop up. And so everyone's going, <laughs> who's this guy? That, yeah. Who's this guy with a shaved chest? But he was in. He was in about eight of them. He was in early. Yeah, he Daniel Anderson come back. made an appearance. Yeah, the Matthew early Gray. ones were like the first one was like Buckers, Lee Junior, Fletcher, Fletch, you, Chief, no, maybe not, not Chief. Stewie Burgraff. Stewie Burgraff was in them. Who? Gleason. No, nah, he was never few, in them. There were a few yeah. strange ones a long time. Look, I'm going to say but me or Marty. It's been well, <laughs> of course you are, mate. Because I'm glad you're that... you, but. I'm putting some nominations forward. Well, if you want to cut me off and I'm just talk about yourself again. It's surely not you. <laughs> no, it's my, not My favourite ladies me. night, always, after ladies night, was always Daniel watched the tape back and think, yeah, I've done well there. And I just never had, the, I never had the heart to tell him, yeah, you did all right. So I would just absolutely berate him. Yeah. And he's shocking. He is terrible. Yeah, it's not the best environment. It's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of bullying going on in, in those practice well, sessions. They don't make you feel very good about it's yourself. It's pretty simple, mate. No it's not that easy, rhythm. especially when Fiona. Yeah, well, when you get Fiona doing the choreograph. And a one, and a two. Professionals. It's like an eight step. What, what do you mean it's an eight step? Like it's an eight beat. She's a proper do dance. We, do, we need, um, do we need to go who's the smartest again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, dancing's hard. Self evident. That, that right. took a lot of work. Well, thank you for the very, very, very slow five. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting the, um, yeah, the roll up here. We could have walked to Brighton Mazda. <laughs> we might be welcome back. No, that's what, we'll just stay in here and chat after yeah. they wrap this up. Well, thanks, boys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. No, thanks for coming. <laughs> that brings an end to episode five, and I reckon that was our best yet. We don't want to say it too often in every episode, but it was pretty good. I've listened time. to a couple of them, I reckon. I've listened to a couple of them in the car. It's certainly the longest. <laughs> yeah. We tried to string it out of it. Yeah. I'm already We're still excited. trying. So. I'm already excited for next week. We've got a very special guest coming Who is it? Can we get a, uh, a little hint? You can just say. Former player, president, and premiership player. Chief. No. Timmy uh, Wilson. No. S. Anderson. Sanderson's. Oh, Sanderson. Hey. Sanderson. We've gone early, but Sam Anderson. Oh, Charlie's brother. Well, that's it for us here at Roverland. Another great episode in the bank. Thanks to KP and Corpy for your insight and a few laughs along the way. Make sure you tune in next week, episode six, actually. And this one could be the best yet. Bye for now. Oh, stop, I'm back, 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 I'm